This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What an amazing game for the Green Bay Packers. They have come back and they erased a 14-point deficit, something I never thought they could do. I didn't think they could get over 20 points, to be honest with you, but they have played with a lot of guts, and Christian Watson has given us his coming out party in this contest at Lambeau Field. I'm Bill Michaels. Welcome in to the Green and Gold Postgame Show as there's just under, well, uh, about 30 seconds left to go in this contest, and the Packers facing a third and one, and it's all tied up at 28 apiece. Who thunk it? I didn't think it at the beginning of this day. I didn't think it at the beginning of the week. Didn't think that it was going to even become this close. But all of a sudden, there's the Christian Watson coming out party. Aaron Rodgers began to trust him. The defense stood tall when it needed to. I mean, so many different things have happened in a positive light. We are tied up at 28 apiece right now at Lambeau Field. Welcome in again, all of you on the uh, network to the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Welcome in all of you over on the Bud Light live stream as well as uh, we pay attention to the end of this game. Now, what this will mean in the grand scheme of things, if the Packers do get a win, I think you just take it, you enjoy it, and you just kind of wait and see what the remainder of the season holds. But this isn't just to say this game at this point in time is impressive is an understatement. For where this team was to where they are, it has been a a hell of a fight. And, And one of the things that we had talked about uh, earlier this week, and my, again, I apologize, uh, today's the first day really back out of bed since uh, since last Wednesday night. But one of the things we talked about early in the week when people were talking about would this be it if there were changes, if Matt LaFleur got dump trucked in this game, and the thing that I kept saying is you can only get rid of a coach if it looks like the team has quit. This team hasn't quit. This team came in fired up. The fans were fired up. There, there was There's just a different electricity tonight in uh, in Lambeau Field. Just a different electricity tonight. And uh, the Packers game is most likely going to go to overtime. But uh, but nevertheless, I mean, what a, what a game by the Packers. If you want to get a hold of us, it's 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You can find us. Please feel free to go ahead and give us a shout. Uh, you can also track us down over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, you can also track us down on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show on YouTube. You can find us under Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Twitch TV. Email the program TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. And uh, you can always find the uh, the postgame show after the fact uh, tomorrow morning beginning on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and over on Google Podcasts as well. So uh, Carl says, hey, look, I still want to see Matt LaFleur gone. The one thing I will say is this. What in the hell is Amari Rogers still doing back there, returning punts coming into this game again? This whole thing about he looks good in practice, that's okay. But if you got a guy that continually misses blocks, continually can't tackle, but yet he looks great in practice, you don't play him in the game. You don't play him in the game. You just don't do it. And he continues to screw up. There's a statistic out there. Amari Rogers, since the beginning of last season, has seven fumbles. Seven. And that is, by the way, um, the the most in the – or tied for second most in the National Football League, but the most with the limited amount of touches that he's had. 
the most with the limited amount of touches that he's had. How, you know, how can you how can you keep putting him out there? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. And again, I agree with you down the stretch. I mean, you look at what the Packers have done today, just on the ground. I mean, the fact that they have not thrown the ball a ton. Aaron Rodgers only thrown nineteen passes. Uh, 188 yards, a quarterback rating out of this world of 139.9, three touchdowns, all to Christian Watson. Meanwhile, Aaron Jones, 21 carries. He's averaging almost six yards a carry, 21 carries, 124 yards, a touchdown. He's been phenomenal. And uh, for all of a sudden, you get at the end of the game, and then you get away You get away from the uh, the run when he has been ripping them off all afternoon long. And their run defense, the Cowboys' run defense, has not been great. And again, so I, I know there was a little yelling back and forth between Rodgers and LaFleur on the sideline after this last uh, drive by the Green Bay Packers with only two seconds left to go in the ballgame. But I, 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 it's probably he's probably saying the same thing. What are you doing? What are you doing? And, and again, under two minutes, when you need him the most, when you, you, you don't have Devontae out there, and Matt LaFleur is calling the plays if you still have a Devontae Adams out there. And you just don't. And it just, I, it, 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 it is frustrating. But I will say, if you want to look at the bright side, this is one of those games that if you win this game, who knows what kind of momentum you can grab, what you can learn. If you begin to clean up a lot of the mistakes, you had a David Bakhtiari hold that brought back a great big run by Aaron Jones. We know that. You had a couple of other penalties, the Amari Rogers fumble. You had your own mistakes that shot you in the foot, right? I get it. But maybe, just maybe, this would be, if they could win this game, the glimmer of hope that all seem to have been searching for. And I think you would send home a whole lot of Cowboys fans. Believe me, my friends, there is a whole lot of Cowboys fans at Lambeau Field today. You would send a whole lot of Cowboys fans home basically in shock. Basically in shock. So welcome into the program. Glad to have you today. This one's from David who says, uh, if Amari Rodgers has a locker after the game to go to, everybody in the front office should be fired. We talked about using him time and again. I still don't understand it. They force him back there. It's been problematic. And even t- at times when he hasn't fumbled away the ball, he hasn't held, he hasn't you know brought the ball in consistently without bobbling the ball. And, and I just I never understand it. Never understand it. Um. Isaac says, great game, but a loss would hurt more than a blowout. Uh, I have to get this one. Um, the uh, Nate says, what was that at the end? Run the clock out yourself? What? No. I, what I was saying was, is you run the ball. You run the, you, you've been so successful with the run, you keep mixing it up. You keep doing what you do. You've been successful doing it. Why all of a sudden do you go, do you revert back to, no motion, no movement, and just straight shotgun and throw the ball. When you've been so good with Aaron Rodgers tonight, there is two or three times, and I've, I've said this before, there, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best play fakers in all of football. One of the best play fakers. When he sells it, he sells it. He's done it a couple of times tonight where he really sold the run, tucked the ball, kept the hand, kept the left hand in the gut of Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon tucked the ball back behind him, got the defense to bite, and then short pass out or over the middle, but he got everybody to bite on it. And, oh, my God, he's so good at it. Why do you then take that aspect of the game away from him? Dallas wins the toss. Um, so there you go. 
Dallas is going to get the ball back. Now we'll see if this uh, Joe Barry defense has the ability to get another stand. And kudos to Rudy Ford. The defense early on in this ball game also got a couple of stops. It wasn't like it was a runaway early on in this contest. Nay, nay. Remember, you went into halftime tied at 14 apiece. They did a pretty good job, only giving up a couple of touchdowns. And then for the Packers to be 14 down and come back and tie this thing, that's a pretty solid job. Pretty solid job. So I, 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 it's not an awful performance by the defense, but there were times where you just, you know, coming out of the, the end of the second half, eight plays, 66 yards. You know, you had that 17-play, 83-yard drive going back to the second quarter. First quarter, quarter they did their job. Then they turned the ball back over. They, Rudy Ford with a big uh, pick and a comeback. Uh, the, uh, the offense just gives it right back. With the Aaron Rodgers fumble, I mean, they've committed their own errors tonight. There's no doubt about it. But, man, what a game. Green Bay winning the time of possession 32-46 to 27-14. They've been good in that area. Both teams have turned the ball over twice. Both teams have committed six penalties thus far. Both teams right now, five conversions on third down. Dallas 5 of 14, Packers 5 of 12. Both defenses okay on, on, on third down at best. Packers have 368 total yards, Dallas 366. I mean, this is a very evenly matched game. But the Packers, by the way, have run 56 plays to Dallas uh, 70 plays. I agree with you, though. Uh, and Frank says with 136 left, you start sitting on the football. WTF. I agree. I don't know why you weren't going for it. I don't know what you were doing. Packers, by the way, have outgained them uh, an average gain, 6.6 yards per play. They've ran for 196 yards, passed for 172. So many things that point in the Green Bay Packers' direction. It's just some timely mistakes that have really cost them, and really none bigger than the Amari Rodgers mistake because that thing turned right around into seven points. That was that could have been, would have been, should have been, could have been, maybe a 14-point swing. Uh, but I will say, Gerard says, what did Rogers say to LaFleur? Could you please read lips? Uh, there was an F-bomb in there. That I know. There was an F-bomb in there. Eight said, good to have everybody on the Bud Light live stream. And it continues to grow. Packers kicking off, and uh, the Cowboys are going to start in their own 25. First touch of the uh, overtime period. So here we go. This is from uh, Cole. Cole says, hey, unit, love the program. Uh, hope you're feeling better, which thank you very much. I am. I'm feeling better. Voice is still not there. Still scratchy. Still got a cough. But feeling better. So thank you very much. He says, what is Matt LaFleur doing with the last two minutes of the game? Is he one of the worst clock managers you've ever seen? Remember when everybody used to criticize the hell out of Mike McCarthy for being the worst clock manager in the history of clock management? Remember that? There are a lot of coaches that don't manage the last two minutes of games very well. And uh, and this was this was a rather poor one. Joe says uh, over on the Bud Light live stream, Matt LaFleur, no clue. No clue. Uh, then this one uh, comes through us. Uh, this is from Isaac. says, we cannot even blame the Amari Rogers fumble because he does it every single game. And they don't make any change. That, by the way, is on coaching. 100% correct. Um, this one is uh, from our buddy Drew. He says, how long until we put Matt LaFleur on the hot seat? Um, winning becomes the deodorant, Drew. We all know that. Winning becomes the deodorant. So let's just say 
they win this game, then suddenly things look a little bit better. Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur on the sideline, having a conversation, nothing animated, discussing, I guess, whatever it is they're going to do, uh, if, if indeed they do get the ball back. And now really it's up to uh, up to uh, the uh, Packers and Joe Barry. Do we put – now here you go. The game is in Joe Barry's hands, my friend. The game is in Joe Barry's hands. Carl says, Rudy Ford and Christian Watson, uh, who played better? Ugh. Rudy Ford, I, I might have to say Rudy Ford. He had two big picks. He also, man, he was a tackling machine today. He was really solid. He was a tackling machine today. He had three tackles, two big tackles, but a tackling machine today. Two picks, three tackles, two picks, and I don't, I don't know the specifics on the uh, the additional passes, passes defended. But God, he had a big day. He had a big day. But I'll, I'll say this: give a lot of credit to Aaron Rodgers. And I know, look, I'm the one that beats on him all the time. So it, take take it for what it's worth. It's coming from me. Take it for what it's worth. Aaron Rodgers went back to Christian Watson. After that drop early, he went back to him again. Built a little confidence up and then took another shot. Almost that that first touchdown he had was almost the exact same route run that he did in uh, Minnesota. It was the same thing. And he went back to him. And and Watson brought it in. Now he had the one off his fingertips a little bit later on in the game. Um he might have been able to haul that one in, but man, I, I'll tell you this. Goodness. What a uh what a performance by both guys, Rudy Ford and Christian Watson. So I, I yeah, it would be hard for me to say which played better because two different dynamics. And right now the uh, Joe Barry defense giving it up, getting gashed big time as uh, time winds and we've got a flag on the field. Let's do this. Um Let's step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll uh, talk about the end of this ball game. We'll continue taking your uh, comments over on the Bud Light live stream. You can hit us up on the phone lines, 877-867-1670. As this game winds down, 8.04 left to go in overtime. Green Bay tied right now with Dallas, 28 apiece. Got Dallas with a false start, negating a big play. That'll push him back. Stay tuned. we got a lot more. It's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We'll be right back. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. If you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. And the Packers Packers have a second and 19 on the Cowboys. Cowboys end up with a, a third and four, third and three. How can you play that soft? This is a huge play coming up for the Green Bay Packers, defensively speaking. But, damn, just... You try to get a little confidence in Joe Barry's defense, and they're just so soft. Always playing to keep it in front of you, which I understand and appreciate, but damn, don't give up the the stadium in the meantime. That's exactly what they do time and again. 
877-867-1670. The defense is held. It now goes to fourth and four. So we'll let you know what happens. But if you want to chime in, please feel free to go ahead and give us a shout again. Uh, give us a shout on the line uh, over on the Bud Light live stream as well. I got a lot of stuff flying in. In the email box, uh, this one's from Kathy. Kathy, oh, we read this a little while ago. Kathy, my apologies. Uh, this one's from Gerard. Uh, Gerard, This is uh, Gerard listening to us, by the way, in Manitowoc. Says, did you see that game today between Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen? If Kirk Cousins can get a win over Josh Allen in Buffalo, Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur should be able to figure out it at home, figure it out at home against Big Mac. Uh, by the way, the Packers defense... Held on fourth and four. They held on fourth and four. Dallas went for it. Packers ball. Packers now, all they have to do is put it through the uprights if they can get in field goal range. Huge, huge, huge moment. Moments coming up here for the Green Bay Packers. Big, big stuff going on. Nice. Good to see. Still fighting. Between uh, Preston Smith and Jerron Reed, they had the pressure on Dak Prescott. Good stuff. And Mike McCarthy's so mad, he just wailed his headset to the ground. So I, I, by the way, for all of you Packers fans that are either listening to this, you may be at uh, Lambeau or maybe you left Lambeau already and you're in your car, you're heading home, you're listening to us on the app, or you're sitting in the comfort of your home. Kudos to Packers fans. Really nice round of ovation for Mike McCarthy when he uh, entered the field tonight. Really nice uh, ovation. I got a chance to hear that. And uh, really good stuff. Class act for all Packers fans out there. Nice job. Nice job. Uh, This one's from Daryl who says, uh, the pressure on Dak Prescott is what did this. Finally, Joe Barry dialing a few things up. I don't think he really dialed it up. He came with pressure of four. They just basically beat their man. Because he only had two down linemen on the... On the pressure, so don't don't get look. I'm all for dialing things up and giving Joe Barry credit when he actually deserves it. But my God, don't give Joe Barry credit when he doesn't. All it was was a four man rush and they beat their man. That was it. They had an extra back in the game. They were in nickel at that point in time, or might have even actually been in dime. I didn't get a chance to count, but I think they're actually in dime. So don't give don't don't give Joe Barry any undue credit. Holy moly. Uh, this is from uh, Kenny. Kenny says, hey, Unit, if the Packers win this one, what is the likelihood they go on to actually make the postseason? I, I, that's what I was saying before. Don't get the card before the horse. It's a win. It would be a win. It would be. It would make them four and six on the season. Okay? Four and six. And you, re, you know the remainder of the schedule, right? So if they win this one, maybe they get the win on Thursday night at home. Maybe they're able to – because the, for the road team to win on a Thursday night, very difficult. Very difficult. Rodgers just hit Lazard on a big inside slant. Lazard takes it deep into Cowboys territory. All they got to do is kick a field goal and it's over. I think they'd like to get it a little bit closer if they could, but it was basically an out, an, an out and in. Right through the middle of the gut, inside slant. Rodgers hit him in stride, and Lazard was off to the races. Rodgers amped up. Place is going crazy. Packer, if they played like this all season, it's over, right? Uh, 
Cody says, but I thought this was a no-talent team and Watson was a bust. Ha, ha, ha. Who said Watson was a bust? I said this season looked like it was over because he couldn't stay healthy. Right? And I here's the thing, Cody. If, you, if you're saying this team was a no-talent team, I kept saying something else was going on because this team was a talented team. This team was a talented team. Oh, you're talking about lots of fans. I was going to say, I didn't say that. Well, but fans overreact. You know, suddenly they're, I mean, when you look at tonight's statistics for Christian Watson, if you go to the ESPN stats info um, and and read some of the stuff that they had to say, um, Christian Watson, I mean, he did some things tonight that not a lot of guys have done. He's now the first Packers rookie with 100 receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns in a game since James Lofton. By the way, he's a Hall of Famer. You know? He's also the first rookie to record a three reception, uh, three receiving TDs in a game against the Cowboys since Randy Moss did it in 1998. That was on Thanksgiving Day. So there you go. Big night tonight for Christian Watson. So now the uh, the Packers, for those that are just tuning in or paying attention to the game, uh, you've got uh, the Packers running Mason Crosby out. What kind of a night would this be for Mason Crosby after last season going so horrifically awry? They tried to get him to kick uh, close to a 50-yarder earlier today, and it was it was failed miserably. It was a slow snap, and it wasn't a good kick and everything. But now he sticks it through the uprights. The Packers win the game 31-28. He's being just mobbed right now at midfield. Rodgers is getting hugs. 31-28, the final in overtime. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy has returned to Lambeau Field. Not a success. He did not dump truck the Green Bay Packers. And the Packers shocked the world. Like Rodgers said last week, right? Rodgers said last week, we're not going to be favored in any game. We're not going to be favored in any game. But the Green Bay Packers just did what nobody thought they could do. And that was knock off the Dallas Cowboys. The Packers now go to 4-6 and six on the season. And if they play like this the rest of the year, yeah, they could maybe do a little damage. Maybe they could play extremely well. But man, oh man, who knew the Packers? We all figured at the beginning of the season, this was kind of what the Packers were all about. This is what we were supposed to see. But oh my goodness, the Green Bay Packers have just done the improbable and knocked off the Dallas Cowboys. 31-28, the final in overtime. 31-28, the final in overtime. The Green Bay Packers get the win. And almost unthinkable. What a big day. Christian Watson, eight targets, four catches, 107 yards, three touchdowns. He had two drops on the day. Sammy Watkins, three for three, targets to catches, 47 yards. Alan Lazard, three catches, 45 yards, the last one being his biggest, a 36-yarder that takes it down and puts it into field goal range. Aaron Jones, a couple of catches for 18 yards. By the way, Aaron Jones, 138 yards on the ground, 18 yards in the air, 156-yard total. 156 yards total today on uh, for all-purpose yards 
for Aaron Jones. Big, big day for him as well. Tanya in a catch for eight yards. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, a couple of moves. A.J. Dillon, 13 carries, 65 yards. He averaged five yards a carry today. The other thing to note, the, the offensive line played better. Played better. Final stats, Dallas Cowboys, nine penalties, 83 yards. Packers, six penalties, 64 yards, or 40 yards, excuse me. Third down, the Packers converted six of 13. Dallas, only five of 15. The Packers' defense got off the field when they needed to. Packers with 415 total yards. The Dallas Cowboys, 421. Packers only ran 61, though, offensive plays for 6.8 yards per play, whereas Dallas, 79 plays, 5.3 yards per play, and the Packers ran it for 207 yards. What a game today by the Green Bay Packers as Mason Crosby hits a 28-yarder in overtime to end this ballgame at Lambeau Field, 31-28 the final. 31-28 the final now. In predictions, sure to go wrong. Predictions, sure to go wrong. Okay, again, predictions, sure to go wrong. Look at the remainder of this season. Road teams on Thursday nights traditionally do not fare well. Can the Packers get two in a row and beat the Titans? Could their only loss existing then come against the Eagles on Sunday night football in Philadelphia? Then it's the Bears, an ailing Rams team, the Dolphins in Miami, maybe. The Vikings at home and the Lions at home. Can they climb back into this thing? A lot to talk about. Keep lighting the lines. Keep hitting us up over on the uh, Bud Light live stream. Got another hour of this yet to go. Packers get a win. Can you believe it? 31-28. We're going to step out. One minute, 38 seconds. Then we're coming right back. We're going to get your calls, get your reaction. Hear from up inside Lambeau Field. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Green and Gold Post Game Show. It's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. It's coming up right after this. Blue 58, go! Green 18! Green 18! This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Packers have done the improbable. They get the win, 31-28 in overtime. Mason Crosby splits the uprights 28 yards out and gives the Packers their fourth win of the season. They make Mike McCarthy's return to Lambeau Field. Nothing he planned on. Everybody thought that this team was basically going to get blown out, including yours truly. I give them all the credit in the world. There's a lot of things to nosh on. There's a lot of things that uh, mistake-wise the Packers did. Whether it was turnovers, clock management at the end of the ball game, certain you're putting Amari Rodgers back there again, watching him fumble the ball away again, some of the untimely penalties, the turnover Aaron Rodgers said, I get all of that. But the one thing I'll give him credit for, the team didn't quit. For all the people that were talking about whether or not you want to see Matt LaFleur fired after this game and if there was a, a, a dump trucking of this team, well, I kept saying, you got to wait. See if this team plays hard. See if this team plays together. See if they have a plan. And they certainly did. They certainly did. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, spectacular day today, by the way, statistically speaking. 14 of only 20. Threw 20 times, 14 of 20, 224 yards. Couple of sacks on the day, but three touchdowns. A long one to Christian Watson of 58 yards. Quarterback rating of 146.7. Dak Prescott, 27 of 46, 265 yards. Three touchdowns, but two, not one, but two Rudy Ford picks. 78.6 
on the day. Pollard today, 22 carries, 115 yards, 5.2 yards per carry. Davis, 5 carries, 38 yards for the Cowboys. Meanwhile, Aaron Jones, 24 carries, 138 yards, 156 all-purpose yards today for the Green Bay Packers. What a day it was. 877-867-1670. Welcome in to all of you listening, whether it's right here in our own backyard in Wisconsin or anywhere throughout the great state of Wisconsin or well beyond the borders. And uh, for all of you Packers fans worldwide paying attention to us on the Bud Light live stream and uh, over the air as well. Let's get uh, to the phone calls. Let's go to Gerard listening to us in Delaware. Gerard, man, what a day. Who'd have thunk it? Oh, I'm telling you. You know, I was saying this morning, Bill, if they could beat Dallas and lose the rest of the games the year, I wouldn't care. <laughs> but now I care. You know what I mean? I always care. But th- this is this is what you've been saying the whole year and what many have said. He must have been on the se- under center 80% of the time. Where? Why does it take them so long to do this? The formula is this with the team they have. Now that they have Watson as a weapon, okay, he, we don't know what's going to happen with him, but apparently he's a weapon now, okay? So, you know, the RPO to Lazard, they were saving that the whole game. They were saving that the whole right? game. Yeah, and, and that was a really slick maneuver, and I got to give it to Rodgers this game because he didn't give up on Watson. He didn't give up on the kid. And you, in the past, he might have like he did, you know, to pass receivers, but he didn't give up on them, and the defense played really hard, and, you know, being that they were missing Campbell and Gary's going to be done for the year, and, uh, you know, every, but but again, Bill, again, every big play that Dallas had, Savage was involved. Yep. <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't get it. I really don't yeah, get they, it. Yeah, they they were using him in the slot. They were trying to move him around tonight. They, I mean, they were moving guys all over the place. That's the one thing early on in this game. They came out with kind of a different look, and Joe Barry was bringing pressure from the outside. He was playing man up front. Mm-hmm. I, I give him credit. It's just that, you know, again, also today, the tackling. You know, they just start really rolling pretty well, playing pretty well, and then all of a sudden, the tackling leaves them. This is something well, that's we're, plagued we're, this team all season Kenny long. Clark been? Where's Kenny Clark been? He's on a milk carton. He hasn't – he's not – he's been invisible all year, Bill. He really has. I mean, he's – look, we have to be honest. He's had great years in the past, no doubt, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's getting paid a lot of money, Bill. Well, he and, had four and, tackles in a sack today, don't forget, and two quarterback hurries. But it seems to – well, there's something going wrong when they could keep running. Every team that plays them, they double-team him, push him away. He's not holding his ground, okay, and they're running the ball right up the middle. And they fall, how many times you got to fall for a draw? Don't they see him in the backfield, number 20? Don't mm-hmm. they see him standing there in yeah. the backfield? You know, well, here's the, here's the other thing with that, though. Part of that is because Quay Walker's not good at defending the run. He's just not. He's kind of lost. Right. So, And that's right. part of it. And the other part of it is, is they're double-teaming Kenny because he's the only guy they need to double-team. They don't have to double-team Lowry. They don't have to double-team Jerron Reed very often. And most of the time, they're only running two down linemen when they're a nickel and dime anyway. They haven't run a lot of dime this year. They've been a more nickel than anything. But he's the only guy you have to double-team. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I agree, especially with Gary out. I mean, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, I agree. And with Campbell out, you know, the kid fifty eight from Boston College, he played pretty good today. But uh, other than that, you know, it, it's it's a great win. I can't. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a perfect win. 
It is very much a pride win today. This was one where they said, we're not we're not walking away. We're not going to lay down for anybody. They came back and played hard. I give it all the credit. I give them all the credit in the world. One more thing. Is there going to be a quarterback controversy in Dallas this week? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, I wonder if Cooper Rush would have beat him, right? Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Great to see you. All right, buddy. I'm glad you feel Talk to you soon. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Let's go to Austin listening to us from Virginia. Austin, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Oh, man, big win. was definitely, definitely must-needed for sure, Bill, on this one. This was the keep hope Uh, alive win. Uh, it, it was, and I mean, I don't know, like the last couple of weeks, I'm like, Hey, maybe that maybe today is going to be the win. Maybe today is going to be the win. I don't know. Today felt a little bit different. And, um, I mean, it was great to just see Watson play the way he did. And finally, I mean, that first touchdown catch that he had, that's just, I mean, that's pure athleticism on that. And, um, it, it was great to see, um, you know, and it makes you think too, is like once Romeo Dubs gets healthy, you know, maybe, and, and we're down the stretch, and if we can get some wins here and there, what is that combo going to be like? So, you know, I, I think it's good kind of going in, you know, we, we got we got a quick, sh- you know, uh, turn here with Tennessee, but we're home, so that's good, right? We can we can prep mm-hmm. for that game, right. you know, not having to worry about travel. Uh, one thing I wanted to get your take on, though, and at the end of the fourth quarter there, that last play that they had on third and one, you know, instead of we're kind of, you know, and, and Olsen – called it a little bit too as the announcer i i kind of get that you know a little bit of the the fox you know pre premier announcers like why don't you run the ball and manage it from there but like i, I you could tell rogers was upset with the call and he's like i'll run it and then you know he let lafleur have it like what kind of call was it so it right, kind of, right. you know, I, I feel like weeks after weeks we're like who's calling the plays is like rogers calling the plays and just kind of playing it as is or you know is LaFleur calling it I I think on that exchange you can tell you know you can tell that Rodgers is he'll call what LaFleur's calling and and go with it so um it's good to see that they were able to rebound on that though too because you're like you know again momentum right and like right. going in the overtime we lose we lose the coin flip we'll see what happens uh, but it's very interesting to kind of see that interaction it seems like they kind of made peace about it before you know obviously before the offense took 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 the field uh after after we were able to stop dallas on that um but i found that very interesting so you know and i mean like anybody sees why is amari rogers back there why like i mean i don't know anyone can see this like it's it's not it's not hard what is he doing back there what is he even doing suiting up at this point i i don't understand that like it's just it boggles my mind, and I mean they, they they put Nixon back there. Okay, thank thank goodness, but it's like mm-hmm. it's a little too late. That was a that was a momentum shifter, and like before you know it, we're down twenty eight fourteen after something like that. And right. It's just it, it, it kind of brought back Ty Montgomery against the Rams that one year, and it's like uh, like they just need to cut loose with him. They don't. They, I don't. I don't know what he's doing on this team. So. Right. No, Rodgers today, and he has now seven fumbles, and I think in in less than 70 attempts. And it's the second worst in the National Football League since last year. And I, I why would you do that? I, I have no idea why you would keep him back there. Yeah, I, it's, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, it, it, is, it is only, it's, it's like holding your breath every punt. 
every punt on that. So, anyways, I mean, it's a good win. We'll see what happens. As 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 far as I'm concerned, let's take it one week at a time. We got Tennessee coming up. Let's worry about the Eagles when when they come up on the schedule. But we just need to start piling up wins and get some positive momentum. Um, one thing also, too, I know you got your holiday party coming up. Knob Creek Single Barrel Select, if you can find that from, like, specialty liquor stores. Yeah. Amazing. Go, go I, you know what? I'll take a look at it. I might even yeah. – I know I have Knob Creek down there, but I don't know if it's a single barrel. I'll have to take a look. Yep. Oh, yeah. Every, so. every, every like, if you go to a liquor store or not, they, they might have that. So it's, it's really good. So All right. go for that for your holiday party. Perfect. So. You the man. Thanks so much. All right. No, you the man, Bill. Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, buddy. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board 877-867-1670. Scott listening to us in Fort Worth, Texas. Scott, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, just a couple of things first, Bill. I uh, hope you're feeling better, and thanks for being a trooper, even though I, you probably don't feel 100%, but coming on the show to give us therapy either one way or the other. Uh, yeah, I had to stay home tonight. I was not. I couldn't go up and spread any of this into the press box. So I, I had to stay, stay home. in bed. You could have. You could have folded your tent tonight, man. Just said, <laughs> you know what? I need to get well. But I appreciate it. Win or lose, you know, you're always there for us. And then I also think you're the last passion of great sports talks for fans to call into. Uh, I mean, I've been listening to to you for like years and years and years. And and the way I see it, just, there's nowhere else to go. So I just thank you for that. Uh, before I get started. Um, no, I appreciate it. I called in. Yeah, you bet, dude. I, I called in last week, and I was, uh, you know, saying, uh, you know, the Cowboys are licking their chops, and uh, I'm called number one to eat crow because I had to give them a snowball chance in hell of winning this game, and they held into it. And all my coworkers now are calling me because you know obviously I live down here in Texas, and they're all you know upset, mad, and I ain't even talking any trash. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Christian Watson, uh, I was on him. Right off the bat on Twitter and everything, like uh, I had a friend at the game. Actually, I didn't know he's at the game until like halfway through the first quarter. And uh, I told him, "Hey, uh, why don't you tell Christian Watson that he sucks and he can't catch the ball, and we're tired of it?" And then boom, he explodes. So <laughs> I hope that is the light that comes on for Christian Watson. I, I, nobody wants to see him do well. We remember Devontae Adams had to had to drop a song when he was young, and he look what he turned out to be. Uh, right. and even myself need to have patience with the kid, um, and I'm low on patience given the way the season's going, but. Big breakout game for him, so kudos to him. Um, I hope he just picks it up from there. That gives him that confidence. Uh, to piggyback on what your last caller said, Amari Rogers better not have a job tomorrow. Uh, that guy just—I does not like. Tell me, there's nobody else that they can't find anybody. Well, Kayshawn Nixon has to be the guy that goes back there now. I mean, anybody at this point, you just run anybody back there because you can have anybody fumble. What you're looking for right. is somebody to just stick. And Amari Rogers, in in over and over again, he is he doesn't have short hands. And how many times has he caught the ball but still bobbled it before he actually reeled it in and then took off? Exactly. Hey, and, and, and if Gutenkus is listening to the show right now, dude, I'll take league minimum and go back there and do that for you right now. Right. That's what you want to do. I mean, hell, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm game. I'll just tell my boss tomorrow. I want three baseball punts. Uh, you know, the, anybody can go back there and just fair catch. You know, you just fair catch, hang on to the ball, right. don't, lose, you, don't lose and go from there. But I get you. But the team, the game's got a lot of injuries. It's a roster spot that could be used to fill holes somewhere where they're thin and others. And so, sorry, dude, he, he might be a great dude. Go go somewhere else, preferably AFC or just the Canadian Football League, do, do something. But just like a complete momentum shift, and, you know, obviously that led to their 14-point lead. Uh, you know, in the second half, and uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers in the game, we're able to pull it out. Um, and look for, oh, just last thing before I let's go, 
Matt LaFleur, um, oh, my gosh, right before the end of the game, the, 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 the wasted time on the clock. You know, they had like a minute yeah. and 30, I think, to run, and they bang, they ran four play, three plays, four count the punt. What are you doing? And then, you know, obviously Rodgers was pissed about something over there, too, about the play call. I don't know if he thought he should have run it on third and one or whatever it was. But I mean, I, we thought Mike, Mike McCarthy was a bad manager, but it, it's just LaFleur showing his experience. And, and I, the wind does not forgive. Keep running Amari Rodgers out there starting from today on. The wind doesn't excuse. Poor clock management. You know, I'm still got my eyebrow on the floor the rest of the season about the decision he makes. A win is not a season or a Super Bowl make. So great win, but I'm not giving him a pass just yet. So yeah, no, I get it. You feel better, brother. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Find us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube, Twitch TV. Don't forget, after this is over, you can go back and listen to it again on all the different podcast platforms starting tomorrow. Apple, iTunes. You got us over on Spotify. You got us over on Google. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Everybody, watch it over on the Bud Light live stream. Stay right where you're at. I got a lot of comments coming in over there as well. We're going to hear some from inside the locker room. Christian Watson speaking. We're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur. Hopefully, we get to Mike Clemens as well. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Green and Gold Post Game Show brought to you by our friends over there at Bud Light coming up next. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They knock off the uh, the Dallas Cowboys, and I'll, I'll say this, and I I very much honestly say it. Uh, it was I didn't think they could do it. I had taken the Cowboys to overcome the points to get the win. I thought it would be th- I thought it would be like thirty five, maybe seventeen, thirty five, fourteen. The Packers just had not been scoring points to this point. They couldn't get big plays downfield. I mean, you look at the Packers go back. They got beat by the Lions 15-9, 27-17 by the Bills, 23-21 to the Commanders. That was, by the way, only one point. Line. The most points they've scored in this losing streak was 22. That was in London. After that, 10 to the Jets, 21 to the Commanders, 17 to the Bills, and 9 to the Lions. I thought Micah Parsons and company were going to come in here and harass the hell out of Aaron Rodgers. Kudos to the Packers. Kudos to the line. Kudos to, uh, to Christian Watson and his coming out party. I mean, I'm. That's honest. That's not kissing ass or blowing smoke. That's honest. You know, when things are bad, you get honest. When things are good, you get honest. But you know, I get people coming out of the woodwork now, going, "I told you." No, you didn't. No, you did. I don't have one. I went back and looked at many of your tweets. No, you didn't. No, no, you did not. No, you did not. Maybe you felt it. Maybe you hoped it. We all hoped it. But I give them all the credit in the world. Give them all the credit in the world. Prove a lot of us wrong and keep doing it. Hopefully they keep doing it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Um, who else do we have here? Let's see here. Uh, Eric. Eric, you're a loser, dude. You really are. Eric says, uh, a poser from Ohio. I've been here 23 years, 24 years now, actually. Eric, get over yourself. If that's all you got, what a weirdo. Um, the, uh, now this is going to be a thought going into the next season regarding the, uh, regarding the, uh, um, the, 
the defense next year, who do they go out and get? Because I can't imagine that Joe Barry is still going to be the defensive coordinator. Uh, at some point, though, I mean, people are talking about whether or not you go out and get Zimmer. He knows the division and such. I don't know if I'd go in that direction or not. The problem with Mike Zimmer was, while he was a very good def- uh, defensive coordinator, and he was, he's not the best with people. He's he's kind of the counterculture, all opposite of what the Packers were building or are building up in Green Bay with this open-door policy and this open door where you can come in and talk and we can all decide together stuff. Mike Zimmer's an old-school guy. Do it my way. Do what I say. Sit down, shut up type of guy, you know? So I don't, uh, you know, uh, Tom says, would Leonard be available? No. Jim Leonard's going to be the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. He's going to get that opportunity to figure that thing out over there. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, it was a tough game for the Badgers this weekend. I agree. Uh, that that will d- dissect later in the week, but that that was that was a tough one. I one hundred percent agree. Um, let's see here. Watcher says honestly, the season is still over. I don't see us going to the playoffs again. You'd have to figure what nine, ten games get you in nine, ten wins. So they now have four. Maybe they get their fifth against the Cow- or against the Titans. That would leave them four wins short of nine wins. They could beat the Bears. They could beat the Lions. Then you got to pick the Rams, Dolphins, and Vikings. You got to win two of those three, right? That's kind of what you need. If you need 10 to get in, man, that's a tough road. That's a tough road. Because you got to win six of the next seven. I mean, right now, you you got to just win Thursday night. You get two wins in a week. You get kind of a mini bye. You get some time to rest and relax. Don't forget, you still haven't hit your bye, which is coming up first week of uh, or second week of December, right? Yeah, then you got a little bit of an opportunity. I, but Marcy, you're one hundred percent correct. She says, "Why haven't they been able to play this way all season long?" No clue. No clue. Now, again, I go back to two things. One is. Christian Watson, Aaron Rodgers trusted him. Aaron Rodgers went back to him after the drop early. I give him all the credit in the world. He did it, stuck with him, went back to him. He got Aaron's trust. He said, hey, wait a minute. Here's a big play opportunity. Let's go try this again. Apparently in practice, uh, got a little bit of word this week. I didn't do a whole lot this week, I have to admit. I didn't talk to many people. But doing this this week, they had a couple of plays that were that looked pretty good in practice. Got a little, got a little quote credit there, so to speak. Gained a little more trust. And then you kind of think, okay, when you get Dobbs back, when you have Christian Watson, when you get Randall Cobb, if this team now again, that's a big if because you got to you got to wait down the road. But if you can get a couple of wins and get healthy, if you can get the Titans, and you kind of figure the Eagles on Sunday night, that's that's not going to be an easy game. I I almost feel about that game like I felt about this one though. The difference is, is you're playing in Philadelphia. You know, I felt uh, like this one was going to be a blowout win at home. Now, you got some of that juju and that energy going at home. You know, the Packers have been pretty good over over Matt LaFleur's uh, tenure as the head coach of protecting home field advantage, right? So I, I just I don't know how they're going to win that game in Philadelphia. I, I still got to see how they play against the Titans. Now, here's the other thing. Titans can't be a letdown game. You can't go, oh, my God, this was great. We got this terrific win. Let's go. Thursday night, we, you know, we just beat a really good Dallas team. We can beat the Titans and then get dump trucked. You, no, no. Because now every game's a playoff game. Every game the rest of the season's a playoff game. You're playing for your season. 
You're playing for your season. So I I I think I think they can get the win. I think they can get the win, but you got to do it again. I hate to be cliche, but you're doing it one at a time, one at a time. That's it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Jesse listening to us in Louisiana. Jesse, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Jesse, how you doing? You there? Billy Michaels, how say you, sir? I'm doing good. I, they just did something that I didn't think they could do, and I give them all the credit in the world for it, man. They kept hope alive. The one time I bet against the Packers, of course, they win. So, yeah. I mean, it's my fault. Maybe I should just bet against them for the rest of the year. But my question to you is, I know this isn't a Super Bowl team. With all the injuries, Eric Stokes, Rashawn Gary, um, what does this do moving forward for possibly next year? Because I thought if we finished out the season as terribly as it was going, would Rodgers step away? Would Love then start coming in? I mean, how important was this win, in your opinion? I think it was huge for a number of reasons. One is uh, because you now have uh, a, a, a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel for the wide receiver and Aaron Rodgers to get on the same page. I still think you need to add a wide receiver in the offseason, but you've got excitement. Now you've got a downfield capability and a guy that has speed to get open. Plus, I think the play calling was better tonight. I think the team, as Rodgers put it uh, last week, it feels more like a Packers team coming together now. So maybe it becomes more enjoyable to play the game, even though now you're playing basically, you're just letting it all hang out because you got nothing to lose. It's a playoff game every week. So you just go let it all hang out and you just have fun playing football again. So maybe that's what you keep building upon towards next season because Rodgers is coming back next year. He's got 50 million reasons to come back, and I believe he is. Absolutely. Great stuff, Bill. Love you. All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. Paul says, this team is becoming a team. It just took time. On that note, I'm going to step away and take a quick break. I like that, though. Maybe we saw a little bit of that tonight. Maybe this team finally picked each other up. And after numerous mistakes... After Aaron Rodgers with the fumble, after Amari Rodgers with the fumble, Rudy Ford with a couple of big picks, momentum swings tonight. You saw Christian Watson have his coming out party. Not one, not two, but three tonight. Good stuff. Packers get a win. They they did the improbable. Knocked off the Cowboys, proved a lot of us wrong, and they woke a lot of us up. And maybe, just maybe, there's, you know, you're, you're, you're just about ready to sit there after you've hit the team a couple of times with the chest paddles, clear, clear, and you hit them a couple of times, and and you don't hear any breathing, and then just as you start to pull the cover back over their head, they go, and you hear that big breath. There is a little bit of breath, a little bit of life left in the Green Bay Packers. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Green and Gold Postgame Show coming up right after this. This is the Green and Gold Postgame Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I'm going to say this to you if you're just tuning us in. 
and see if you believe it. The Green Bay Packers knock off the Dallas Cowboys in overtime, 31-28. I stuck my head out the window real quick here in the state of Wisconsin. I could hear cars screeching all over the highways, slamming their brakes on. Wait, what? I'm not kidding. If you're just waking up, Packers get a win, a dramatic win, 31-28. Both teams turning the ball over a couple of times. Packers, Aaron Rodgers and Amari Rodgers both turning the ball over. Shocker there today. Uh, meanwhile, Rudy Ford was a turnover machine on defense and had a few tackles to go along with it. And the Packers converted with three. Now, this, if you woke up, if you were like Rip Van Winkle, right, and you went to sleep, like like I went to sleep Wednesday night, I was sick. I mean, I've, I've been down for the, the entire weekend. And wake up today and I thought, okay, I at least have my voice back and I can at least sit up and not feel too weak to do it. So I'm going to come in and, and do the show. I didn't go to Lambo today, but I'm here tonight. And I thought, you know, if I would have woken up and you would have said Rudy Ford with two picks, Christian Watson with not one, not two, but three big-time catches all going into the end zone, the Packers put up more than 30 points and did it in overtime to knock off the Dallas Cowboys, I would have thought, you know what? Whatever kind of loads of NyQuil I was drinking and whatever bourbon I was taking it with just effed me all up. I would have said, there's no way. No way. Whatever it is, you and I were hitting the ganja. Maybe the edibles kicked in, whatever. But I wouldn't have thought that by by any stretch of the imagination. But damned if it didn't come true. And, and you know, for all the angst about Matt LaFleur and the clock management with the last minute of the game, and some of the play calling, and I look, I'm right there with you. But the one thing I said going into the game, and I we talked about it on Wednesday night, about whether or not, let, you know, this was the hypothetical. Let's say Dallas and Mike McCarthy completely dump trucked the Green Bay Packers, right? Just beat the hell out of them, 35 to 10. Would, would Matt LaFleur lose his job? And I kept saying, no, if the team is still playing hard for him. If they're just making mistakes, they're making mistakes. But if they're still playing hard and just a, a key play here or there is costing them a game, no, he's not going anywhere. I, I, I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give him a lot of credit. This team played hard. They didn't play to quit. They played with enthusiasm. They Even after Amari Rodgers gave away the momentum, they tried to take it back. So, man, oh, man. Uh, by the way, the, uh, the, the uh, Cowboys riders – who have poll questions out, who are the Cowboys fans blaming for the loss today. Uh, Mike McCarthy gets 17%. Dak Prescott and the wide receiver communication gets 30%. The refs get 14.6%. And the defense gets uh, 38.5% uh, with 1,700 votes already in. So there you go. Uh, so the Cowboys fans are reeling today. Big time. And for all the Cowboys fans that are listening to this program, and I'll say this, there are a lot of you. Uh, man, you went up there thinking you were – and you did. Kudos to Cowboys fans. They traveled well. Holy mackerel. But, boy, oh, boy, it uh, it fell by the wayside quickly, didn't it? Suddenly it became a game. And for everybody that thought they were going to Lambeau Field to see a win, whew, enjoy the ride home. Real quick, let's do this. Christian Watson – was at the podium just a short time ago. Let's take a listen to what the wide receiver had to say. Here's Christian Watson. Jim, when you have a performance like that that starts how it started on the first drive but ends with the plays you were able to make, how does that feel? 
Uh, I mean, it, it feels amazing. Uh, I mean, just to have obviously the guys rallying around me, um, you know, obviously picking me up, uh, obviously not the way I wanted to start. Uh, but, I mean, it was in my year all game. It's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. Um, I, did, I think that was huge for me just in terms of me just staying in it. Uh, and obviously, you know, when more opportunities came my way, uh, you know, I wasn't down. I was, I was you know, cool, <laughs> calm, cool, and collected. And um, the opportunity, more opportunities came my way. One of those guys, your quarterback, and especially not how you start, but how you finish. You had the drop to start, and then you finished awfully strong. Did he say anything to you after that? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, uh, twelve and and, uh, and uh, Matt both said uh, early. I mean, we're, we're going to come back to you. Uh, and I mean, obviously, you know that that hit me at home. Uh, obviously, you know, I knew I know that those are plays I can make. Um, those are plays that you know I make every day at practice, and and just something I know I'm capable of. So. Um, Obviously, you know, just ha having that uh, to fall back on, just knowing, you know, I'm still in it. Uh, we're still good. They still got faith in me. Uh, it means the world. Christian, what's going through your mind when what's going through your mind when they call the first deep shot to you? I mean, considering you know what happened in the first game in Minnesota. Uh, sure, I'm. I forgot about that play already. Uh, so I don't even know what play you're talking about. Um, I knew I was going to do it eventually. Uh, I did it in practice one day. Uh, everyone loved it. Everyone said I, I needed to do it. Uh, I was waiting for the moment where I was, uh, you know, had enough energy in me after the play to do it. Uh, I was a little low on that one. I was definitely feeling a little bit, but uh, I just went for it. What message does this performance send after all the hiccups and injuries throughout the season leading up to um, I mean, it just, I'm just trying to show who I am, uh, trying to be who I am um, and, you know, be able to contribute. Um, I think it was huge for me just in terms of uh, obviously, you know, continuing to gain confidence in, in myself um, and, you know, obviously, you know, put that confidence out to, to everyone else ha to have the confidence in me. Um, but, I mean, we got a lot more games to, to go and I got to keep on, keep on, on the incline. Christian, what did you see on that first touchdown? What did that first touchdown mean to you in the moment? With everything you've been through, the injuries, the play you forgot about, the way this game started, like what did that mean to you at that moment? Yeah. Uh, I mean, shoot, I mean, it meant the world to me. Uh, I mean, that was, uh, you know, obviously, you know, play that was that was you know called for me, and you know, a, sh a shot play for me. Um, so you know, just being able to contribute, uh, being able to kind of you know set the tone for for our offense, you know, get some points on the board. Uh, I think I think that was huge. It's a long list, so take your time, but. Can you take us through what you saw in each of those three touchdowns? Uh, I mean, yeah, no, on the deep shot, uh, I mean, it was it was just a one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, I heard it from from twelve. You know, we're gonna come back to it, uh, or we're gonna you know come to those different things. Uh, you know, that's something that we've been you know trying to do all week is just you know be able to uh, you know win our one-on-ones. Uh, so, I mean, he kind of told me before the play, he was like, he was just <laughs> get open. Uh, 12. Uh, so uh, that's what I did. Um, and then uh, the second one, geez, I'm, I'm blanking out. I just, 39 yards across the field. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, so the second one, um, it wasn't the exact look that, you know, I, I would have preferred on, on that, you know, specific uh, route. Um, you know, I'd like to have gotten inside of him and, and broke across the field. Uh, we knew that their safeties were uh, playing low. Uh, they were playing that one high. So just obviously, you know, come out the break and be as flat as possible. Um, but I mean, he kind of played inside, so I just took it vertical. I think I lost him a little bit and just broke it flat, and it was, uh, and it was there. Um, and on the third one, I mean, that was, uh, you know, just a, a play we, we were trying to get to all night. Uh, we called that same play a few times. 
um, in hopes to get the look we wanted so we could um, you know, obviously check it to, to that specific play. Um, and finally, I think it was on the third time, they finally you know, had that low safety on the backside. Um, obviously, safety to the two-man side. Uh, so obviously, it's got to win with speed across the field, and, and that's, what, that's what I did. There you go. Christian Watson talking about the three touchdown catches, some of his comments after the game. Aaron Rodgers. Now, this for all of you that have been listening to the program since we really came on just before the game had ended, and then we were talking about that final drive of the game. Listen to this. Now, I don't have him saying it, but I want to read it back to you. Uh, and we'll hopefully get Aaron Rodgers here soon. But And if we can't, we're definitely going to have it tomorrow on the program. But Rodgers, when he was asked about why were you mad coming off the field after the final drive of regulation, here's what he had to say, quote, just every single play call. I felt like we were 30 yards away from winning the game in regulation. Every single play call. Wow. That, that's a statement. That's a statement. Mad about every single play call. In other words, we're 30 yards away and you got conservative? Roger said, I think we can run the ball pretty well, and you've got to, and you've got to in the wintertime with the protection issues as well. I think this is definitely a formula right now that can work for us. And he goes on from there. But when asked about what he was mad about and yelling at Matt LaFleur about, he said, quote, every single play call. Wow. That's a statement. And I think a lot of us, you and I, as we sat here and watched the end of that game, you and I would probably agree, right? Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more to get to. Thanks to everybody watching on the Bud Light live stream and all of you listening all around, whether it's on the app, over the air, all through all parts unknown. We appreciate it. More of the Green and Gold Postgame Show coming up next. This is the Green and Gold Postgame Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Here's the question you ask yourself going into tonight. Rodgers had stated during his postgame presser, and we're not going to get to that tonight only for the fact that we, we got into this a little bit late today, but he said that uh, when they were down two scores, 28-14, he said, quote, it's the opportunity for guys to say, we're going to be 3-7 and seven and it's just not going to be our year. And instead, the Packers rallied. Now the question is, can this momentum live on and is this the game that then becomes that spark? Two things. That's it. Two things. Can this momentum live on? And can this then be the spark that says, okay, can this team get to the postseason? Again, I don't think there's... Um, I, I don't think that there is anything past Thursday night. You don't look any further than Thursday night, in my opinion, not right now. If you win on Thursday and you put back-to-back wins together, you do it in convincing fashion against a pretty good football team, I think, yeah, then you could probably going to go there. I I just, I I don't think it's going to happen. You got to wait. You got to wait and see if they get to 
Thursday night and get a win. Then you can start to dream. You're going to have 10 days to dream about it, right? We'll see. We'll see. Ed Werder, who uh, covers the Cowboys, uh, said there was no Green Bay game ball for Mike McCarthy. Dak Prescott said, quote, we wanted to get it for Mike, and it sucks we didn't. And that's that's that there's no way to sugarcoat it. There's nothing else to add on to it. Focus is emerging from defeat better for the next game. Uh, very deeply philosophical, and that that's that that from Dak Prescott. There you go. So he did not, Mike McCarthy did not get the game ball upon his return to Lambeau Field. Like I said, though, kudos to the Packers fans because you did a great job with uh, Mike returning. I mean, there was a you know, few people that boo, you know, that type of thing. But for the most part, Mike McCarthy with a nice ovation when he came out of the tunnel. And uh, they showed the, the video board welcoming everybody back, all the different coaches and former players that are currently with the Cowboys with Mike McCarthy. So including Al Harris. Uh, so it was it was good in that sense. Good stuff. Uh, this is from Adam. Adam says, uh, hey, Bill, great game, great win. Do you think Amari Rogers is still on this team? And when do you think they get Romeo Dobbs and uh, and Randall Cobb back? Uh, Dobbs and Cobb. Um, I don't know. Romeo Dobbs, that was, that, that was a high ankle. And uh, at least three weeks. So you know you're not going to get him back for Tennessee. Maybe if you're lucky, the following week, you know, maybe he comes back for that Eagles game. But most likely it's going to be that December 4th game against the Bears. Most likely that would be the four weeks. But And then I, as far as Randall Cobb goes, boy, he's a long way from coming back. He had a really good training camp. He had a really good offseason. He got nicked up a little bit, but he was really on the same page with Rodgers, and he was probably the only bright spot. So if you take what his bright spot was, add in at least a better and or emerging, if you will, Christian Watson, and then get Romeo Dobbs back healthy with Alan Lazard, maybe, maybe you have then what would be considered a legitimate wide receiving core with some potential, but it's, it's a game, man. You know, again, I said, if the Packers won this game, if God forbid, forbid the Packers won this game, when we were talking about it last Monday, I said, what would the headline be? Packers shocked the world or the Cowboys coming off of a bye took the Packers lightly. Could they have taken the Packers lightly? Now, now you wait and see, cause now, now it's game on. So, uh, Craig says Packers were four and six when Rogers said, run the table. I know, but that's such a different team. There's a lot of parallels we'd love to make and a lot of history. We want to repeat itself all in the positive sense, but you got to remember the guys that he was playing with, you know, this is the first year where you don't have, you don't have driver. You don't have Jones. You don't have, uh, Adams. You don't have Jennings. You don't have Jordy. You, you know, you don't have Jermichael. You don't. You don't have any of those guys. Nobody, none of those guys are walking back through that door. You're doing it with Watson and Dubs and Lazard and Cobb and Watkins. You know, that's it. That you don't you don't have any of that. So I, I don't. Right now, you don't you don't have that. There's not that ability to just say, "Oh yeah, we're going to go do this." Confidence is high. 
because you're still in a learning mode with a lot of these young guys. I mean, the, Christian Watson could have a great game today, and this could be the best game of his career. You just don't know. He hasn't stacked success yet. So now you wait and see if he can stack success. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um, Jerry says, never so happy to be dead wrong on a prediction. Showed some heart today. Uh, Jerry, you and I both. You and I both. Uh, Paul says that run the table team, Favre took one play away from the Super Bowl. Did he not? Well, the run the table comment came from Rodgers. Rodgers said, I think we can run the table. That was after he gave us the R-E-L-A-X. Correct me if I'm wrong. They got in the postseason. But that was it. Um... Tom says, I may watch First Take for the first time this year tomorrow morning. What do you have to say, Skippy? First Take? Uh, I'm sorry, but Skip isn't even on First Take anymore. He's not even on First Take. He's moved to Fox a couple years ago. So you really haven't watched him in a while, Tom. Now, you can watch Stephen A. Smith just bash the hell. I I think all the morning programs tomorrow are going to be interesting. I think watching Get Up in the morning, I think because they've been all over the Rodgers. By the way, Brady got a win today, too. They put back-to-back wins together. So for counting the old guys out in games in which nobody thought they were going to get a win, they did. So Tom Brady even got one today. They knocked off a really good Seattle team down in Tampa. Seattle goes to 6-4. and four. Buccaneers get back to 5-5. Five and five. You had um, the Chicago Bears lose at home. The Detroit Lions, and I said that coming off of the high uh, of beating the Green Bay Packers. Detroit's all of a sudden a believer. Their defense still stinks. But 31-30, they got the Bears. That made you smile a little bit. What really was the best game of the day was the Bills in Buffalo hosting the Vikings and the Vikings getting that win in overtime. Man. And and both teams had chances to win it. Both teams gave that game away to push it to overtime. But the Vikings go to 8-1 and one on the season. So, again, you know, the Vikings get a win. I mean, we all figured that the NFC North was out of the question anyway. But the Vikings came away with a huge, huge win uh, in Buffalo. And remember, that was a team that the Packers couldn't do hardly anything against. They looked good against the Buffalo Bills in the second half of that game. And much like the Packers did in the second half, the Vikings were able to run the ball against Buffalo. Dalvin Cook had a couple today where he finally went off, and you saw that. Dalvin Cook, four carries, 81-yard uh, touchdown romp, 119 on the day. Uh, it wasn't a you know magnanimous performance, but they still rushed for 147 yards, and Kirk Cousins threw for 357. But it was the two picks by both quarterbacks that kept this game close. Kirk Cousins had two of them. Josh Allen had had one of them that was just completely inexplicable. He just threw it to throw it. Did not see the defender in the end zone at all. And, and threw what should have been a touchdown right into the arms of the defender for the Minnesota Vikings. So that was really the game of the day. But, yeah, I mean, you know, some of these young teams, some of these old teams are just hanging on. Hanging on. Today, by the way, Baltimore, Cincinnati, New England, and uh, New York, the Jets, all on a bye this week. So... What a wild week in the NFL it was. You got a just a crappy game tomorrow tomorrow night for Monday Night Football. Washington on the road in Philadelphia facing the Eagles, the only undefeated team in the NFL, by the way. There you have it. 
That'll do it. Hey, everybody that watches on the Bud Light live stream after games, thank you so much. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Subscribe over on YouTube. Uh, our weekday shows pop up. You can catch them there. You can always follow us uh, after the fact on Spotify, on Apple iTunes, on uh, Google Podcasts as well. Follow everything at the website, thebillmichaels.com, thebillmichaels.com. And for all of you uh, listening on the app, over the air, certainly appreciate it big time. One more time. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. Say it with me. One more time. Before a crowd of 78,000. 78,433, and I hope they have more voice to buy tomorrow. It was the Green Bay Packers in overtime 31 and the Cowboys 28. How about them Cowboys? Time for us to go. Have a good one. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.